Good to see you on the first Sunday of the year, and we are so glad that the youth as well as the children are here with us. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, the new year is upon us already. Why don't you turn to one another and say, Happy New Year! Come on, it's still not too late to greet one another. Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. We have had a great time last year uh, with the uh, greatest story ever told, uh, uh, the Christmas musical, and then also the Christmas celebration, and then the watch night, and now we are here for the New Year, first service of the year already. Yes, it's the New Year, and uh, you know, there are, there are new things that we want to try, perhaps, and new promises to claim, and new opportunities you want to seize on for this year, and uh, so many things, and uh, uh, praise the Lord that we can start even in this manner, in the presence of the Lord, in worshiping the Lord, and also coming before the Lord in Holy Communion. Praise God. Now, for those of us, for, for those of us who, are, who are here for the Watch Night service, we have already introduced to you the theme for the year. But uh, let me just uh, recap some of the things here. Now, it is not just a new year. 2020 is not just a new year, but it's a new decade. And we have passed uh, over one decade already, even from uh, uh, 2010, sorry, yes, 2010, year of favor until last year. Uh, 2019 was a year uh, uh, whereby our emphasis was on reach. So what is the theme for this year? We are excited. We are excited about the theme for this year. It is taken from John chapter 2020. Everything is 2020, all right? And uh, so you find that it's a year 2020. And the theme verse is John chapter 20, verse 20, whereby it says, Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. We will come back to this time and over again. But in order to understand properly, we have to go into the context of this verse. All right, the context is actually John chapter 20, verse 20 to 22. We have come back to this very, very often. So we are excited. It's a very, very powerful one. And here we find that the, the, uh, it, it was the appearance of the Lord, the first appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ after His resurrection to the disciples. And that was when the disciples met the Lord Jesus Christ. For the first time after the resurrection, they thought that everything was over, but then Jesus rose from the dead and they had an encounter with the risen Savior and everything changes after that. And so our theme for this year is encounter. Everybody shout, encounter. Encounter, all right? It is an encounter with the Lord Himself. And... Uh, is a very powerful theme, and we will continue to emphasize on this. And, and a lot of things are revolve around it, as has been mentioned. It's going to be a prayer encounter, and instead of a church camp, we are going to have we are going to have camp right here, and we are going to experience encounter 2020 in the month of May itself. So we look forward to it. And uh, but uh, the, the year 2020 has another significance. It is not just a year, but it is also a vision, a vision. So sometimes the doctor may, uh, somebody may ask you, how's your vision? How's your eyesight? Now, if you, are say, if you are able to say, I have a 2020 eyesight, 
Wow, that means you have perfect eyesight. You can see far, you can see near, you are not long-sighted, you are not short-sighted, you are not colorblind. When you have a perfect vision, it's a 20-20 vision. And so the Bible says the disciples saw the Lord. For the first time, they see Jesus in His resurrection appearance, you know, and it was a clear vision. And perhaps that's what we need also for this year. We will challenge you to capture a clear vision, not just of the Lord Jesus Christ when we encounter Him, but a clear vision of what God is doing in our lives, what He wants to do, what His purpose and plan for your life is, how we see people through the eyes of Jesus and how we help people to see Jesus Christ. So this has to do with vision. And then that will lead us even to an encounter with God. That's the emphasis, encountering God that will change your entire life. Jesus said to them, peace be with you. Jesus also said, as the Father has sent me, Jesus also said, receive the Holy Spirit. In that verse itself, you find that the Trinity is involved. God, the, 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 the Godhead, you know, three in one, one in three. We believe in one God manifested in three persons and all three are involved in that sense. Therefore, the encounter here is with the encounter with the Father and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit in their different functions and roles and manifestations, you know. And uh, uh, so we are going to believe that this year we are going to encounter God and, and, and experiencing the presence of God the Father in our daily lives. We walk with Him, you know, and experiencing the presence of God wherever you are, in your family, in your home, in your working place, in your studies. And then encountering Jesus Christ that will change and transform our lives forever. Nobody who has had an encounter with Jesus Christ remains the same. One encounter can change your life entirely. That's how powerful is, it is and it's going to be. And then we are believing God for that power encounter with the Holy Spirit. Hey, we are Pentecostal church. We need the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit and this is what the Lord Jesus Christ has already promised and given to us. So it's going to be a fresh encounter with God. Amen? Amen. So continue to pursue even in, in this area and believe God even for that encounter with Him. But today, being the first Sunday of the year, we call this a crossover service. A crossover service. Not just a crossover from the old year to the new year, but also with our mentality, but also with our attitudes, with our dreams, and, and what we intend to do for the Lord and, and what we intend to accomplish even this year. I believe that God is going to take us into a new beginning, into a new decade. When we say Happy New Year or a new year or a new decade, the Hebrew term is very powerful. The Hebrew word for the word new. Actually, in the Hebrew, it's called Kaudesh. That means it is fresh. It is fresh. It is not something that is old and still. But it is fresh. And I believe that this year, 2020, is going to be a new beginning. 
a fresh beginning for all of us here. I believe that God will lead us this year into new experiences. You are going to scale new heights. You are going to break all previous limitations that hold you back. You are going to enter and see the fulfillment of the promises of God. You're going to push back the boundaries. You're going to birth new dreams in your life. And so let us step into, let us cross over into a new beginning, into a new decade. Everybody shout, cross over! Say again, cross over! Turn to your neighbor, give the person a punch and say, cross over! Amen. It is time for us to cross over and experience all that God has for us, even for this new year, for this new decade. And so I'd like to share on crossover encounter this morning. Crossover encounter. The text is taken from John chapter 20, verse 19 to verse 22. Let me just read verse 19 to you. First, on the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. How do we have that crossover encounter? We have to recognize where we are even right now. The disciples were behind locked doors. And the Bible is very clear. They were very, very scared. Very, very fearful. What made them to be in such a condition? You can't really blame them. It has been an insane week for them. Insane. They started off walking down the road to Jerusalem with Jesus riding on the donkey just the previous Sunday. One week ago, on that Palm Sunday, people were clamoring the arrival of the King, the King of the Jews, the Messiah, shouting Hosanna. And then Jesus went into the temple later, upturned the tables, cleansed the temple. Jesus taught them throughout the week, taught them about heaven, told them about the promise of the Holy Spirit. On Thursday, He was there in the Garden of Gethsemane. They were there with Him, but they slept most of the time. Friday, their master was caught, arrested, tried in a mock trial, and was crucified. Horror of horror, Jesus was crucified. And then after that, it was quiet on Saturday, they were lost. And on Sunday, lo and behold, some women came and tell the disciples, we have seen the Lord. And now on Sunday evening, 
On Easter day, Sunday evening, they were behind locked door, fearful. Very discouraged, very scared that the authorities, the Jews and the Romans, if they can do that to Jesus Christ, their Lord and Master, who are they? They can do the same to the disciples. So they were behind locked doors with all their frustration, confusion, discouragement, despair, disappointment. All the three years that they have been with Jesus, everything that they have done is all gone. It's all a waste. And so there they huddled together. Most likely just 10 of them because Judas have left them and Thomas was absent. Ten fearful, cowering disciples. They were on red alert, on the highest alert. Just the slightest sound outside the door or near the neighborhood would cause them to be scared. Perhaps we are not, we may not be like the disciples running away from the authorities, scared of the authorities. But perhaps some of us are still living behind locked doors, fearful about what the year will bring us. Perhaps some of us are still living behind locked doors. There's no liberty, there's no joy. There's only disappointment and perhaps a lot of confusion. We may not be behind locked doors physically, but perhaps in our mind we are locked. We cannot see beyond ourselves. We cannot be, see beyond our own tragedies, our own pain and suffering. Perhaps we are behind locked doors whereby we have no liberty of movement. Perhaps we'll be stricken with disease and sickness. It weighs us down. There's no joy. There's no happiness. There's nothing to look forward to. Whatever your situation is, praise God, there is an answer. God always has an answer. Hallelujah! And you know what God's answer is? Jesus appears. They had an encounter with Jesus Christ. First encounter. And also, encounter of the first kind. Because they are not meeting the ordinary human Jesus anymore. But the resurrected Savior. So the Bible here tells us, behind locked doors, Jesus came in. How did Jesus come in? He didn't knock on the door, definitely. That would have scared the disciples who were so, oh, so alert to even the slightest noise outside. Jesus came in. Hey, in His resurrected body. Nobody can lock Jesus out. Amen? Hallelujah. Your fears, your confusion cannot lock Jesus Christ out. He will come in. He knows their condition. He knows where you are, where you have been. And Jesus came in and He stood among them. Christ is among us. 
Christ will never leave the disciples alone. He's always watching over his own. They may be filled with fear, but he comes into their presence. And he said to them, Peace be with you. When Jesus appeared, that was one thing that's shocking enough for the disciples. Can you just imagine the scene? Suddenly, out of nowhere, Jesus just appeared. And they would have thought, it's a ghost. And they wouldn't know what to say to Jesus. How to respond to Jesus Christ. But perhaps also another frightening thing is what would Jesus say to them? What would Jesus say to them? They have filled the Lord Jesus Christ. They were in that room because they were so filled with fear. But instead of condemning any one of them, Jesus just said, Shalom. Shalom. Jesus spoke in Aramaic, the common language at that time. He was trained in the Aramaic languages, even a child. Shalom. What a powerful word. Now, a lot of Interpretation as we may concerning the word shalom is a very powerful word. But at its most basic level, as Leonard Sweet have said, actually there's nothing special about the greeting shalom. It was a common greeting in those days. Shalom just is just like us here. Hey, how are you doing today? It's a very casual greeting. Shalom. You meet somebody, how are you today? Chapa boy. Have you eaten? And for Jesus, if, if, if that is the case, for Jesus to say that, it would have allayed all the fears of the disciples. Oh, they would be so relieved to hear such a common greeting to them. But more than that, Shalom actually, in the, of course, in the... Uh, uh, original language would, would mean it is not just the absence of conflict. Peace. Shalom. Yes, there is the peace that comes with it. Peace that means the absence of conflict. But it is more than that. When Jesus says, peace be with you, he, He's talking about His peace, His victory, His presence. That's what He's giving to each and every one of them. Now, whether it's one word, shalom, or peace be with you, shalom, alekem, it shows that, hey, the peace of God that passes all understanding is with us. The presence of God is with us. The victory of Christ is with each and every one of us. And perhaps that is what we need. Even this year, 
After saying that, he showed them his hand and his side. Why did Jesus do that? Because I think the disciples are still so scared. I mean, they have never had this kind of experience. If somebody who is dead suddenly appears before you and say, peace be with you, I mean, it, you, you will still be wondering, who is this person? <clears throat> You'll be scared out of, the, out of your wits. But Jesus, to show them that he's not a ghost, that it is he, it is really Jesus Christ, showed them his hands. The nail prints were still on the hands of Jesus. Even in the resurrected body, the nail prints were there. So next time, when we go to heaven, you can never miss Jesus Christ. Just look at the hand. <laughs> Just look at the hand and the side. Somehow, that is permanent. Even on the resurrected body of Jesus Christ. That's what he did for us, to bring us that peace. Not just peace within us, in a troubled world, but peace with God. As we shall come before the table of the Lord, recognize that this is the price that Jesus paid for each and every one of us to show us that God loves us so much that he will send his son and have him crucified on the cross with a permanent mark on his body. That's how much he loves each one of us. While we were yet sinners, while we were fleeing from him, while we were hiding from him, while we were behind locked doors in fear, Jesus came and died for each and every one of us. We can experience we can have that crossover experience. So the disciples saw Jesus Christ. The Bible says when they saw the Lord. Friends, that is the crossover experience for them. They saw the Lord in His glory, in His power. Then the Bible says they were glad. They were very glad, no more fearful. In, that, in one instant of encountering the Lord Jesus Christ, the fear was gone. The confusion was gone. The disappointment and discouragement and despair was gone. And they were filled with gladness. Brothers and sisters, that's the crossover. And God wants to take you from your fear to cross over into His confidence and hope. Cross over from your sadness, from your sorrow, to enter into the joy of the Lord. Cross over even from your sorrow and uh, even from the confusion and into all that God has for us. The gladness of the Lord. That's why this year is going to be a crossover year when you encounter the Lord. It's not just a happy new year, but the joy of the Lord is going to be a joy-filled year when we know the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, Amen! They saw the Lord. 
and had a crossover experience. Can we see the Lord? Now, everybody wants to see the Lord, isn't it? The Greeks came and they wanted to see Jesus Christ while he was still alive. Thomas was not present. He says, unless I see him, I will not believe. You just read down the passage, that's what Thomas said. And Jesus appeared to him and said, Thomas, you believe because you saw me. But Jesus also said, blessed are those who have not seen, who will never see me, and yet they believe. So we are not just talking about the physical scene of Jesus Christ here. Not the physical, but rather the final confession of faith. I believe. I believe. Whether we see the physical Jesus or not, I do not believe that Jesus will just arbitrarily appear to anybody and everybody. No, He's in heaven right now. Or he may appear in the spirit form to whomsoever He chose, but that is rare. Not to say impossible, but the disciples saw the Lord. We can see the Lord in many manifestations. We can see the Lord even in the song that we sing. When we are worshipping the Lord, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Do you see the Lord there as He was singing the song? It was so powerful, it gripped my heart. If I could kneel down, I could have easily knelt down just now. I saw the Lord. Do you see the Lord in the sermon? When the message is preached under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Do you see the Lord in the body of Christ among the saints? As we gather together, when Jesus said, where two or three are gathered together, I am there. I am there, but do you see him or not? Jesus already promised I'm there, I will be there. Do you see him? Lord, open my eyes that I may see you. Grant me a clear vision that I may know that you are here and I will have that crossover experience. And Jesus said also, I'm sending you. Jesus gave them the crossover experience, took them out of that lock room and sent them into the world where God is going to do mighty things. He's going to take you out of that room of jaws He's going to take you out of that small dream of yours and do bigger things, greater things that you have never imagined. And He says, I'm sending you. You're going to do it. I'm going to empower you. I will be with you. Some of you, all that you, all that you have been working at throughout your whole life, you have never seen it come to pass. This year, God is going to do incredible things. And you're going to see it come to pass. Hallelujah. Because Jesus says, I'm sending you into a bigger world than you have ever seen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what God is going to do. So let's cross over with Jesus Christ. How do you do that? How do you do that? Is it just all of God and none of us? No, there are things that we can do to, to lay the path that we may 
encounter Jesus. It is strange that Jesus did not first appear to the disciples who were closest to him. After his resurrection, he appeared first of all to the women. Wow, women. I know you all are going to say a lot about that. Privilege. First appeared to women. And after that, he appeared to two unknown disciples, not the ten. Two unknown disciples. Who are they? We don't even know who they are. Then later on, he appeared to the ten who were behind locked doors. And so this is the account of the two of them. The two that were walking down the road of Emmaus. And the Bible says again here the same thing. Verse 15, Luke chapter 24, Jesus drew near and went with them. Jesus was with them. Friends, He's on a journey with us. Whatever journey that you are on, don't leave out the Lord Jesus Christ. He is with us every day of our lives. And He began to talk to them and they talked with Him. You want to draw near to Je you want to encounter Jesus, learn to recognize His presence in our midst and talk with Him. Pray. We need to pray. You want to, many of us want that encounter, but we don't want to pray. We don't want to talk to Him. It does not happen that way. We must desire for the Lord to be with Him and to talk with Him. Spend time in prayer, whether 15 minutes, half an hour, or one hour every day. Set apart that time to seek Him and to welcome His presence. And then the Bible also tells, tells us here, He opened to us the Scriptures. The disciple says, you know, while, we were, while, while, while they were walking with Jesus Christ, they were talking about other things, but Jesus unfolded to them the Scriptures from the beginning until the end, the whole of Scriptures. He expounded the Scriptures to them and said, you are slow heart to believe. Don't you know that all the prophets were talking about this Messiah? You want to encounter Jesus is through the Word of God. You will find Jesus in the Word of God. So you have to read the Word of God to encounter Christ. You will encounter Christ in the Scriptures. When I was a young Christian, I didn't understand much. I was reading about Rahab and all those things, you know, and I said, hey, God saved Rahab and the sign on the doorpost and, 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 and the three days that the man ran into hiding. That's exactly what happened to Jesus Christ. I had understanding that it was concerning Jesus Christ. There are many, many passages of scriptures. When you read the scriptures, you will find Christ there because the Bible says He opened to us the scriptures. You want to encounter God, scriptures, read the Bible. The Bible reading plan that we have, there's about four chapters a day. Read it. Maybe two chapters in the morning, two at night, or one in one short, or whatever it is. Read the scriptures and you will find that they will testify of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was with them. And then finally, it says here, He was known he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. The breaking of the bread. In the first part also, it says, Did not our hearts burn with us while, uh, 
Okay, now, verse 30, when he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to Adam, and their eyes were open. Their eyes were open. Friends, there's something about this communion that we have. Now, sometimes when we do it regularly, we tend to forget the significance and the power behind it. But for the disciples, they encounter Christ at the table of the Lord. In the sacraments itself, Jesus appeared to them in their vision, in their understanding. God granted a revelation in their spirit. And that's what we need. As we come before the table of the Lord in a few moments' time, friends, we come to encounter Christ. He's afresh. He's alive. He comes alive in our spirit, in our life itself. That's what Jesus Christ has done for us. And there's power. That's why he says, do this in remembrance of me. Remember that I am still with you. Remember that I am alive. Remember that I am in you. You want to find me? It's in through the body and the blood that I have shed for each and every one of you. And in a few moments' time, we are going to partake of the Lord's Supper together. We have deliberately put it at the end of the service today. And we are going to serve it in a different way. We are going to serve it in a different way. We are going to just put it into action, this crossover thing. But the Lord wants us to have that crossover encounter with Him right now. In a few moments, I will give you instructions on how we're going to partake of the Lord's Supper. But right now, Let's all just look to the Lord in prayer. Let's all just ask Him, and Lord, I just want, I just want to have that crossover encounter with You even today. At the beginning of the year, oh Lord, I've been too long, too long behind locked doors. I'm coming out. I'm coming out, dear Lord, because I know that You're leading me out of that lock room and I'm going to cross over this year cross over into your peace into your grace into your victory if that is you today just reach out to the Lord wherever you are you are saying Lord I'm tired of my lock room condition lock in my sickness no more I'm going to come out Lock in my poverty and lack. I'm coming out, oh Lord. Lock in my limitations, inferiority, depression. Whatever it is that has been locking you out from the abundance that God has for you. God says, I'm going to change all that for you. In a crossover experience today, look to the Lord. Jesus is here in our midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here today, if that is you, and you say, yes, dear Lord, in this new year, I'm coming out and going into the life that you have for me 
the victories, the new beginning the, that you have for me. I'm laying my limitations and fears aside, my sin and everything that holds me back, the mountains that I'm facing, the chains, I'm pushing it back right now and I'm receiving you. Come, dear Lord. Enter this year. I want to enter this year with you. I want to cross over with you. If that is, if that is you, if that is you, just right where you are, just raise your hand first of all. Just raise that hand and I will pray with you right now, right where you are. Just raise that hand. You want, you want to enter into a new beginning, into a new decade, into a new year, coming out from whatever that has been locking you back. Just raise that hand and we will pray together right now. Hallelujah. You want a new beginning in the Lord. Just raise that hand. Just raise that hand. Father, even right now, I pray that you will touch each and every one. Thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you appear to rest, dear Lord, even in our weakness and fears. But Lord, even today, you are speaking your word of peace. Yes, dear Lord, you are taking us out from that locked room. Sending us, Lord, into that abundance, into that victory that you have won for us on the cross. Touch each and every person, even right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare, dear Lord, that they are free from their diseases, free from their lack, dear Lord, free from their fear, free from their depression, and everything that caused them to be locked down, locked out. Lord, you have. No, you hold the key And you are setting every one of us free right now In the liberty and the peace that you have for us I pronounce the shalom of God upon each and every person right now In the name of Jesus Christ Receive it Receive it, hallelujah Fill our hearts even right now with the joy of the Lord That we shall enter into this year With the joy of the Lord that shall be our strength With the peace of God and the grace of God That is more than sufficient for all things We thank you dear Lord I declare the victory of the cross Upon each and every one of us right now In the name of Jesus Christ And everybody say Amen 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 Amen, Amen. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to our channel so you don't miss out on anything new and stay connected with us on our social media.